Hi, everyone, and welcome to Just Watch It. <laughs> Hi, Lorraine Tomlinson. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. Uh, we're laughing because we're remote now and trying to get back in the groove. And yeah. it's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> We've been away for a while um, because now I'm remote. And while we were doing this remote a lot before, it's for some reason, no one can figure out a good system. We have tested a few things where it's like, okay, they have a free thing. Let's try this. And then it sucks so bad that I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to risk spending $500 on this for a year yeah. if it's like not going to work. Right. While I, whilst I just said that, I just cut out on Andrea for like 45 seconds. So <laughs> like, this is the problem. We get to the end of an episode and then Andrea's like, half of the audio is gone. <laughs> and then for some reason, Spotify and for I, podcasters only gives one track of audio. <laughs> and I try and cobble it together and it sounds like uh, Stephen Hawking or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of those computers that talks for you. <laughs> I was like... like I'll be I'll be listening. I'm like, okay, the question I asked that led to her answer, I said it 30 seconds in the future. And I and I call <laughs> I honestly there's episodes that Andrea has been like, I'm like, it sounds great. And she's like, really? Because it was garbage and I had to cobble the whole conversation together. And I was like, honestly, I have such a bad memory. I don't know what we missed or what is missing from this. So it sounds it at least sounds cohesive. So yeah. we're going to keep trying to figure it out. <laughs> but So, um, yeah, anyways, now it's Halloween-y time. I think last time we did this, it was Christmassy time. I don't know. What's the last episode we did, Andrea? Um, we did The Good Son. <laughs> oh, we did a, a solid Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, that, that was a good one. It did have Macaulay Culkin, so... It is a good movie. Yeah, it's the alternative yeah. to Home Alone. It has snow in it. If there's snow, it's a Christmas movie. That's what I always say. I agree. I also think that that it is just like a close second to Home Alone in Christmas movies. Like it pops up right away in my mind. I didn't forget about it for 15 years before I gave it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Halloween-y time. So I did take uh, Phil and his mom. Phil went to Germany, came back with his mom. I did take them to downtown Disney. We weren't going to do Disneyland, but we had like a spare hour and a half. And so it's like Halloween-y time. And I still... Downtown Disney's totally fun. So like, is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Have we had this debate before? <laughs> I mean, I think it's a Christmas movie. But when we had my Halloween party a few years ago and there was the one-year-old there who wanted to watch nothing but Nightmare Before Christmas, I believe he would say it was a Halloween movie. Fair. I mean, I think it's very, like, it was a very smart intersectional thing to do, right? Because they, then they just have, like, a cat, like a, I a corner on like, three three months of, a, of the holiday market. <laughs> I feel like more of it has to do with Christmas than Halloween. I guess, the, well, yeah, because the message is Christmas, right? Like, yeah. Halloween yeah. characters with the also, message and spirit of the Christmas. name. Well, that's but there's also nightmare i mean i don't know <laughs> okay so now that that's settled um <laughs> yeah. so i have picked so the reason that we're doing an episode now is because lorraine came to visit me so she was like let's watch a movie for the podcast a spooky movie and i was like and she said do you have a good one and i said 
yes, because I had a movie <laughs> on my list that I thought she had never seen. And then when I suggested it, she said she had seen it. And so unfortunately, this episode is not about the movie with Mark Wahlberg called The Happening, which is it's not a happening. bad movie. <laughs> yeah. And one th- of my favorite bad movies. Okay, so I'm glad that you agree that it's a bad movie because when I watched it, I think it's a good bad movie. I was so excited to see it because remember, this was the this was like the time of M Night Shyamalan, and it was like Sign or it was uh, Sixth Sense, and then Signs came out, and everyone did like Signs, and they were like that twist was fun. Again, another good twist. But then they started expecting twists from him, and so then he was like getting more and more like insane with these twists. And you're like, no, now you're just trying too hard. Just make a scary movie. Um, yeah, and the happening, I was like, this is fucking dumb. Well, the way that the trees will kill us is by them all dying, and then we all die. They're not going to fucking poison us. (laughs) Okay, but I will say something about the happening though. I didn't see it till later, but when I don't remember, I don't remember when it came out. When the trailer came out, and I saw the trailer on TV, I thought that looks terrifying. And they had the part, the the, the part that's in the movie now that is like so funny when all the construction workers are just walking up the top of a building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they make a joke on another podcast I listen to where they say cloudy with a chance of construction workers. <laughs> and like that part is so funny now, but like seeing that in the trailer when I was younger, I thought that looked so scary. I was no. like, I hope I never watch this. Like I thought the previews looked terrifying. I was very looking forward to that movie. I think I saw it in the theaters and then was like, that was such a disappointment. <laughs> now that like I appreciate like a funny, good, bad movie. I really enjoy it. I think it's really funny. There's a lot of really goofy stuff that just makes no <laughs> sense. But this is all to say we're not talking about the happening. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I wanted to talk about it. I mean, <laughs> so spoiler spoiler alert, like, I'm sorry, but not all plants with pollen qualities are going to be able to produce one specific protein and then do you think the plants right now are like out there like okay we're just trying different things every year and trying to see if people kill themselves because the allergies have gotten so bad or eventually will stumble upon a protein that affects their brain and then they want to die (laughs) i think maybe they said animals do you want to give it a try and the bats were like we got this the bats were like we did try so your turn treats the bats were like we had a good run we almost had (laughs) fauna tried flora will succeed (laughs) (laughs) okay okay but this is all to say we're not watching the happening so lorraine is picking a spooky movie yes it's I wouldn't say it's very spooky but I was just shocked that Andrea hadn't seen this this came up in conversation at one point I was like how have you lived on this planet all these years and haven't seen this movie not at once it's like a it's on tv all the time it's so fun I know I know I'm hence the podcast with me yeah (laughs) there's a lot of movies in the world so that's possible right um so Andrea do you have any guesses what were you thinking? I think, well, you said, how have you lived in the world and never seen this movie? And I first, even though that has nothing to do with Halloween, the first one I said was Armageddon, because that's when that <laughs> always says, the Venn diagram of people that have seen the Billy Zane movie called The Phantom and have not seen Armageddon, that's, that middle part is just you alone. <laughs> like, I was like, that's probably I can't like, believe it. 
And then I also <clears throat> guessed E.T., which I've also never seen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. To be fair. Which, again, not really Halloween, but, like. Yeah, but I, kind of, like. Halloween? I don't know. But. Well, a little bit. I think there's, like, I think it's taking place during halloween time because I feel like there's costumes. Like, at one point, oh, they dress him up. Yeah. And I think she's, like, dressed as, like, Drew Barrymore as, like, a little clown or something. But I don't remember. Like, because, like you said, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen E.T. in full. Like, okay. I might but have seen it on TV. I've of... seen parts of it. Like, to me, E.T. is like the karate kid. Like, I've I probably kind of seen it. I but... the, the Halloween clue, and I was kind of just going on what movies have I said I haven't seen that people have reacted to, and those are two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so Armageddon I... is also wild, so I am looking forward to showing you that one. I should watch. Uh, yeah. I, no, I... don't watch it. I need to. I will I... watch it. Okay. Okay. I shan't. I shan't. <laughs> Okay, so um, this movie. Okay, so what are we watching? <laughs> um, Christina Ricci, Bill Pullman. I can't remember the boy's name, but he was hot and famous at the time. We're watching Casper. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> the I, friendly right, ghost. I've not seen it. <laughs> how, I don't understand how you've not seen it. Like it was on TV all the time. Did you have like an invert? Like, did you not want to watch it or? the chance just maybe never I arose it was a, maybe i thought it was a cartoon i don't know um, andrea 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 no. it's also i also just i don't know i don't know anything about this movie i love this movie especially as a kid like you're it, like really like super imaginative like as a kid watching this movie so i don't know how you'll feel as an adult but we'll watch it. We'll get your feedback. We'll see how you feel about it. I mean, I think you'll like the movie. I don't think there's anything to really dislike about the movie. Um, okay. But like, it's, it's a very fun movie. Okay. Well, at least we'll be watching it together. So. Yes, exactly. I feel like you'll have your children watch this movie because you'll be like, how did I not watch this as a kid? <laughs> and then you'll feel like such a nerd. You got to make sure that you make up for your kids. <laughs> okay (laughs) okay are you ready we're gonna go watch this together this is so exciting all right let's watch it all right we're back we (laughs) watched casper (laughs) (laughs) um but okay the reason i'm laughing is because because when I saw Christina Ricci was in this she mentioned I was like what is that thing that I keep thinking about with Christina Ricci and it is very obscure that I think nobody watched but I do recommend it if you like dumb bad stuff which I do and it was a mini it was a mini show docudrama called the Lizzie Borden Chronicles where she plays (laughs) Lizzie Borden when was this from um let me see I mean, I love Lizzie Borden. I love that story. So, 2015. I cannot tell you. Okay. It was litter. It was the show. My friend and I just like binged the whole thing. And there were parts <laughs> where we were crying, laughing at it because, like, literally the whole show, like, multiple times an episode, uh, probably a thing would happen where a person would like be missing or turn up dead. And everybody's walking around, and like you know, she did it. And everybody's <laughs> going around, like, 
what happened to person? Where did they go? They were last here. <laughs> and like Lizzie Borges is off in the corner, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, but like that was the whole show. And like it was What a so, mystery. <laughs> it was so funny. And like it's also like, I don't know. I just like I can't even tell you. Like, highly recommend, highly awful show. Very That's stupid. hilarious. But like, like that happens. Just her in a corner, being like, hmm, "I wonder what happened." I wouldn't know. <laughs> like, and she's like, "I mean, 2015 is not that long ago." So she was like old, like not like this is baby Christina Ricci, right? But right, yeah. But I also did just see her in the show Wednesday, which she was great in. Yeah, um, yeah. But well, because she was like Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family movies. Yeah, so it was a little 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 callback. But yeah. But I just um I since it's spooky season, it's since it's Christina Ritchie, I just had to bring up the Lizzie Borden Chronicles because <laughs> the show is so goddamn funny. All right, I'm gonna have to look it up and figure out where it is. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, but I'm ready to talk about Casper. I have thoughts. The I'm friendly we guest. To watch it together. Yeah, it was definitely fun to actually get to sit down together and watch it, um, yeah. especially with Katie there. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. You want to crack into it? Okay. Yes. So we start off and some kids are trying to sneak into a spooky house to get a picture or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's take a picture. And then a ghost is like, I'll take the picture. And they're like, ah. <laughs> and there's a picture of them screaming next and then they all run off and Casper is like oh no Casper's like mom nuts <laughs> and then so cut to in like a conference room a woman gets left a haunted house in her dad's will and at first she's mad that well and the lawyer the lawyer is Ben Stein, right? So that's funny too. <laughs> he really had a moment at this time in history. So Ben Stein was all over the place. Oh, I thought he was a. Wait, you're talking about her lawyer? I thought he was one of the Money Python guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not her lawyer, but the lawyer for like the estate oh, reading oh. it off is Ben Stein. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, Um, she was given Whipstaff Manor, which is in Maine. Well, it's funny because it's like, uh, she was like, that's it. I was like, well, it's a whole house, isn't it? Like, like, but she's very mad about this. I mean, Um, I guess when it's like millions and millions, if you were given like what is like a a mansion, but it's falling apart, then you just have to pay a ton. Like, what do you do with it? You know, like, so I can understand why she's upset but maybe if she wasn't such a b then she would have gotten something like the yeah the money went to all these like charities like very like i think some of them are pretty obscure charities yeah there it was really random save the puffins yeah (laughs) (laughs) so and then they're trying to they're like burning papers about this like her and her lawyer because they're mad about it and then there's something on a piece of paper that says something about a treasure so they're like Oh, so now they want to go in. And now they're like, okay, we want the house. So <laughs> Yes, yes. They, so they, they threw him in, in the fire because she's so disgusted with the uh, 
the the what she was given she's like fuck this i don't even want it and then on it they saw something about like a treasure holds blah blah yes. blah <laughs> so they go in the house and there's a ghost running out scared they get can we can we talk really quickly sorry about the fact that like they they walk in and they're like what a dump and i was like this place is fucking awesome it has like this cool spiral staircase the ceiling is like super it's art the whole place is art right right but the whole place is like a masterpiece and they're like what a dump just because it's like cobwebby (laughs) and dirty and i was like this place is magical (laughs) (laughs) yeah no the house is very very cool maybe not i mean i saw a lot of cobwebs that would have to be cleaned it looked a bit overwhelming the mess to me but it was cool if i was rich which i guess she was i would be excited about it just hire some cleaners and be like get this cleaned up at least yeah (laughs) um so they they first they get a priest to try and get the ghosts out and he comes running out and his neck is like facing his head is facing the wrong way because his neck has been twisted around and apparently this was like a very specific reference to an snl character he is father guido sarducci from and he was like a character on snl so i like i knew he was someone but i don't know who connor knew so connor with the win there but also like there are a ton of callback like as a kid watching this movie i didn't get a lot of this but now watching it like as an adult i'm like oh there's a ton of like fun callbacks for the adults in these movies at least for the time like honestly obviously andrew didn't get that one but you get the next one so that's what matters so but he does come out with his head backwards like an exorcist callback as well (laughs) so yes the next reference dan Aykroyd dressed like his ghostbuster character whose name i can't remember (laughs) he comes running out and he's all who are you gonna call someone else (laughs) which is like which is funny because it's like the problems that they dealt with were much bigger than the ones in this house but (laughs) right right seemingly (laughs) yeah and Casper's very sad because he doesn't have any friends and everyone runs away and I think when his face was first revealed I too had a bit of a reaction and Lorraine said I don't think the CGI looks that bad I think it and but my reaction was because I was not expecting his cheeks to be that chubby (laughs) so but honestly the effects like considering how old the movie is it really it looks fine honestly like I don't know I I didn't think it even looked bad now it's a fun way to do it for a kid's movie like I I didn't think it looked bad I just wasn't expecting him I just wasn't expecting him to look like so with such a baby face I guess I feel like they did it smartly because they look like cartoon characters so it doesn't really age as much as like if they had tried to make it more like I don't know a realistic well, ghost. Later, I don't know like late how they do later in the movie which looks a little more rough <laughs> right exactly exactly so I think that's why I like with them like making them how they did it was like pretty good and it doesn't age as much as like if they tried to be too realistic um yeah, yeah they did try to start once once no one could like get the ghosts out they were like well we're just gonna start tearing the house down and they hire like construction crews and then they all ran away screaming and Casper comes out and is like all I want is a friend <laughs> it's so sad <laughs> it is sad I was and like, then I, this movie is so sad so far 
And I love how it then cuts to like Mr. Rogers, which is like so funny. And then from Mr. Rogers, they change it to um, the, we don't really know yet, but like Casper is living with his uncles and it goes from Mr. Rogers that he's watching to hard copy, which is like another like fun, fun 90s throwback. That was like kind of like a 2020, but a little more um, tabloidy, I think. Um, so yeah, hard copy was like very funny throwback. And then Casper sees that. Um, oh, is that when they're talking about Bill Pullman? That's Bill Pullman is on hard copy talking about the living impaired as Dr. Harvey. <laughs> because he's a, yeah. So essentially he sees on TV, this ghost therapist. Can you even imagine if like you're, all the issues that you talk about in therapy now, if they follow you over out of this mortal coil and you still have to be in therapy, how pissed off would you be? <laughs> On a scale of uh, out of 10, out of 10, I'd say an 11. <laughs> You're like, do I still have to deal with this? I thought this is what dying was for. Um, <laughs> but be careful because I did just watch Beetlejuice um, and never caught before that all of the administrative people in Beetlejuice they're there because they killed themselves oh my god like that is the worst kind of hell (laughs) but um yeah so anyways Casper sees this on tv and so he magics himself through the power lines and turns this tv on one of the rules he can leave so like why doesn't he why does he just keep trying different places till he finds like where he can like be happy i don't know maybe because that's his home maybe he's like tied to it who knows but the point is that he sends the signal over to where this awful woman kerrigan and her manservant dibs are staying in a hotel (laughs) and is like hey there's a there's a a ghost therapist maybe he could like come here you know and oh also because they they flashed on that hard copy episode that he has like a daughter and so he's like oh my gosh if he came out here with his daughter i could have a friend i so, know it was a pretty uh it was a, I mean, it was I, a stretch but feel, it worked i feel like it was a real hail mary and it they ultimately get there it worked out <laughs> and mania has nothing to lose um <laughs> yeah. yeah so so they're driving bill pullman and christina ritchie what are their names Cat and Dr. Harvey. Okay. So they're driving out there and there's like some real mirroring here because Cat's upset that she can't make friends because they keep moving because her dad's crazy and her mom, we find out, is dead. And so it sounds like she's like, you're not going to find mom and I, all I want is to make a friend. So there's lots of mirroring with what Casper's going through. And then she tells her dad that it's you're more likely to be a bank hostage than to make a new friend at your age. Because <laughs> he's like, we'll make friends. And she's like, there's no way. And then she tried to tell him, you know, you're not, you're never going to find mom. She's not a ghost. There's no such thing. And Dr. Harvey says, okay, then fine. If this like doesn't work out and we don't get the evidence that I'm looking for, then this is the last one. So now everything is staked on this. Right. So they get to the house. And she thinks it's cool, I think. She reacts how you would have. So he sees her. He's very excited. And he's trying to say hello in the least terrifying way possible. And even though I think he kind of went about it okay, given the circumstances, she still uh, screams and passes out. (laughs) Yeah. And, and And then there are three other ghosts 
that according to the subtitles were called they were they kept being referred to as the ghostly trio <laughs> so that's how i put them in my notes the whole they're, time they were clearly like henchmen for a mob boss or something they talk and they're Casper says they're his uncles. I'm assuming it's just because they're all in this space together and they're older. I'm assuming there's no relation, but uh, but there's a ghostly trio. And yeah, they, they are fight str- Bill Pullman immediately. They're real stinkers. <laughs> Literally, what their names are Stretch, Fatso, and Stinky. Oh yeah, um, I forgot. <laughs> and so every time that people have been scared away from the house, it's not always. It's not. Like, the kids got scared by Casper, but, like, all of the stuff where they're chasing people away and spinning priests' heads around is is awesome the guy. is the ghostly trio, <laughs> yeah. And they're definitely mob bosses. Like, when they get back here, they're talking about the horse races and stuff. Like, they're just still doing the same shit. Yeah, yeah. And they immediately, like, are trying to basically kill Dr. Harvey, but... He, he, <laughs> I think they're finds- trying to to scare him mostly <laughs> okay okay they're trying to scare him but he fights them and he sucks him into a vacuum do you want to talk like, about um, the the little like how luigi does ghosts i think well that and like ghostbusters right like right. yeah that's true um do you want to reference the uh fun little cameos micro cameos that they had in there i remember do you remember exactly, but I, I remember there was a clint east but i forgot what it <laughs> Yeah, so they, like, possess him for a, a second, and then, like, he's looking, at Dr. Harvey's looking in the mirror, and he turns into Cle- Clint Eastwood, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Mel Gibson, um, and then into the, like, Tales from the Crypt guy, like, the the little, I mean, it's a puppet or whatever, and then he does, like, a very Kevin scream in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, well, so we were, like, we were, like, wait they cannot be voice doing these voices no they're not but um, i mean they did like this isn't like nowadays where they could just like cgi that like they really got these people to do <laughs> little camp yeah it makes me yeah. laugh yeah it is funny thinking of of all people on that list clint eastwood agreeing to that <laughs> right right and like even mel gibson this is pre-passion of the christ so <laughs> right before um, he got real crazy <laughs> yeah so she kind of, so Christina Ricci, cat. she kind of starts coming around to Casper. He makes her breakfast with a little, what is that machine called where it does all the stuff for you or whatever? Like a, it's like a, uh, what's it, a Ruth? A Ruth Bader Ginsburg machine. Briggs. Machine. I'm like Myers-Briggs. Uh... I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait a minute. Wait Ruth a minute. Goldberg? Yes, yes, that is it. Thank you. I was those. like. And he, he like cracked and you said before <laughs> you said before that we watched the movie you wanted that machine. To me, I felt like you still had to do a lot of the work as compared to the breakfast making machine in Shitty Shitty Bang Bang, which does Oh, it wasn't so it wasn't necessarily this machine that I was fascinated with, which I mean I did like. And it wasn't that I was obsessed with this one. It was like, I would like sleep thinking about like how to do things like that, like take the trash out. So I didn't have to do it. Um, And I was like, I'm going to submit this for the science fair and be a multimillionaire. It was the one that comes later on, like the getting ready, the up and atom machine, but I couldn't give that away. because I was like, spoilers, there's a whole nother room. And so I like, I didn't want to give that part away. So I was like, (laughs) Um, but so she and Casper are having a nice moment. And Dr. Harvey also comes in 
and he's like she's like dad this ghost is nice and he's like okay and they're eating breakfast but then the ghostly trio comes in and they're very mean to casper and cat is trying to yell (laughs) and cat is like leave him alone (laughs) but so that happens and then she has to go to school Cat is Hermione and Casper is Dobby. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> She's like, be nice to him. And poor Casper is just like these mean ghosts, like servant. Okay. So I we need to get to a scene, which I really liked, which was at the first day of, at her new school. Mm-hmm. And so she has to do that thing where when you're new and you have to go to the front of the class and kind of just stand there so everybody can see you and it's a horrible moment and there's a blonde girl who's kind that's of that's never just... happened to me Why were you ever the new kid at school no me neither well, no, but that happened to other kids like yeah yeah so, like, I mean I can empathize well yeah like I've seen it wasn't that did happen in real life to other people which I witnessed yes. I wasn't <laughs> yes. really mean to them the I just wanted were. to know if it had ever happened to you because I didn't know about your elementary school days yeah. um <laughs> So, but so there's a blonde girl who's just being mean for no reason. And she mentions that she lives in this spooky house. And it's so funny because all of a sudden, because all of a sudden the kids are like, why don't we have the Halloween dance at this spooky house? And the girl's like, the blonde girl's like, no, we're supposed to have it at my pool house or whatever. And it's like, and they're like, just ask your dad, get permission to have it at your spooky house. And I'm just like, if I'm her up there, I'm like, I don't know anybody's name in this room. I don't know the dance you're talking about. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. So the answer is no. I'm not going to host this party. Everybody's been totally mean to me for the last five minutes. No. She but- just wants to be liked, Andrea. The need for a 13-year-old girl or whatever to be liked is very strong. So, But I just thought it was very funny that they're like, get permission so we can do this like I don't even know who what any of this is and I'm being yelled at but so (laughs) it kind of works out though for her I guess in this way because it's like now the blonde girl doesn't get what she wants and she (laughs) gets to be the cool person that hosts at her spooky house well yeah that was definitely funny because I was laughing about how you're reacting and I was like your reaction's completely valid I'm thinking I've never even thought about this for a second in my life when I was a child but yeah, it's like she stands up. They basically say that the, the dance is delayed because they're like doing asbestos removal in the gym, which also made me laugh because I was like asbestos removal was such a big thing when we were kids because <laughs> like our parents' generation just put in a bunch of asbestos or I guess the generation before them. And they're like, oh, this is dangerous. I mean, that was like a thing happening in our high school. And then my elementary school saved shit. So I was like, oh, that's a real callback. Um, but yeah, she's like, we can have it in my boathouse. And everyone was like, okay. And the teacher's just like, okay. Like, I know. I was like, no, no permission granted from the parents or anything. Yeah. I was like, at this like house that is like condemned, like, yeah, right. Filled with hazards. Probably more asbestos. Oh my God. By the way, the town, the town is called Friendship. So that made me laugh since both Casper and Kat are looking for friendship. Oh. Did you not? Did you not like the scene where the kids all got up to leave and fell because Casper tied all their shoelaces for yeah. being mean to her? <laughs> I did like that. I just I kind of thought it would have been a better bit if he only did it to the bully girl. 
Well, he was like, he's like, you're all kind of being assholes. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> so next we have the ghostly trio. <laughs> it just makes me laugh that that's what the <laughs> subtitles call it. <laughs> The ghostly trio, <laughs> they're, they're, they're at their first therapy session, Dr. Harvey. And so, you know, you're doing all the normal stuff, getting the insurance information and everything. Just kidding. And <laughs> yeah, how does pay work in this situation? I guess he gets paid by the uh, Kerrigan, so. <laughs> yeah. So they say, oh, we know your dead wife and um, we, can, we can get her and you can talk to her. And I'm like, dude, this is obviously a trick. First of all, your wife would not be hanging out with them. Second of all, it didn't really seem like they knew her. They kind of were parroting information that you just gave them. Mm-hmm. But he's very excited. And then they open. he opens the door to talk to her. And it's the fat ghost, who I believe is named Tatso. <laughs> and he's wearing, wearing a red dress and makeup. And I feel like he, that really, like these na- that name would not fly today in today's society. However, he is just named after an old uh, gangster, which they all did have names like that, right? So, like, <laughs> Big yeah. Jim is always like five foot two. And <laughs> well, I think it honestly maybe could be gotten away with considering it's not like like a person. <laughs> it's not even really an actor; it's a voice. <laughs> like, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> translucent, like, but. So now, um, quick little moment, the boy that Kat likes at school knocks on that door and asks her to be his date to the dance. And then he goes out and the hot blonde girl's waiting for him. Like, I can't believe she believed. I'm like, you are already at the top. There's no reason for you to be picking on this girl. Like, you're just being mean for no reason. Andrea, (laughs) this is why you have never been the queen bee at your school. When you are on top, you you have to work to maintain that status you have to be proactive you can't just like let it go never gonna make it to the top (laughs) she probably has a rough home life uh, (laughs) with her boathouse yeah (laughs) you're right I have never been the queen bee at school (laughs) neither have I it's okay (laughs) yeah you have brown hair (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem that's been the problem the whole time I don't know why I'm I'm coming down so hard on blondes. On blondes right now. So, okay, so a thing that had come up earlier was that Kat was asking Casper about his life before, and he doesn't remember anything. And and so it's kind of like sad. He's like, I don't remember if I had a mom or a dad or whatever. So then she somehow finds a bunch of his toys and sets them up for him, and this makes him remember his childhood yeah she like finds his room because i think she just hasn't explored much they've only been there like three days at this point or something like so big i mean yeah and it's like it's almost like in doctor who the tardis like every room is so different from the last like it's like it's like crazy so she finds his room and she starts like like opening boxes and like finds all these cool toys and then realizes like it's it's his room yeah and that kind of helps spark his memory a bit and she she um they end up in the attic or something yeah yeah and I think that's what she was doing is she was trying to find a costume so I think that's why she was like digging through things so then he remembers yeah then he remembers his room and his mom and he finds the attic with his mom's wedding dress 
and he puts it on her and I'm like whoa dude that's so weird (laughs) (laughs) and you said what I was thinking which I wasn't going to say which was don't put this dusty old dress on me (laughs) (laughs) so then he finds a newspaper about his death Mm -hmm. and he essentially this is like his rosebud moment (laughs) like literally a sled like he's he died in a sledding accident yeah it's so sad yeah and so his dad invented a machine to raise the dead and this makes him remember everything like oh there's a whole crazy room where my dad invented a machine that can bring people back from the dead and there's kind of like a little thing where it's kind of like pull the lever cronk really <laughs> and do that and go down this whole track and it like gets you dressed and ties your tie and brushes your teeth and shaves your face it's it the up and atom machine i love yeah. it and it's like a roller coaster the whole time we were talking about like why wasn't this a roller coaster anywhere it was like a, it like yeah it oh and also during this kerrigan and the lawyer guy are following them around because they think like they know where the treasure is but it's which like i mean a machine that raises people from the dead would be treasure a kind like of the biggest treasure yeah <laughs> um why was i like there's no treasure that would be worth a lot that would be worth more than that. yeah <laughs> that primordial soup or whatever so by the way like in the meantime like there had been like a cutback scene of uh dr harvey packing to leave because like the ghosts are just messing with him and he's like i'm never gonna meet my wife and cat is right um so he's like packing to leave and then they like feel bad and then they take him out drinking for happy hour so just keep in mind that that's going on right the the ghosts have taken dr harvey drinking so they find this machine, okay, okay. right? So, yeah, so I thought I was so fucking lazy that I didn't just put cat and Casper. I put girl and ghost trying to get oh the, called the Lazarus machine to bring Casper back to life. And Kerrigan and her lawyer find like a vial that has like resurrection juice in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, cat, so... yeah, cat and like Casper get that all like zooted up for Casper to come back to life. Right. And so while she's running the machine, Kerrigan steals it out of the machine and they steal it out of the machine for the most insane reason, Andrea, not to go get it tested by like chemists and be like, what's in this? And then like a great plan. Can I yell about the plan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, say what I'm going to say what the plan is first. I want to say what the plan is okay. first. Okay. I'm so annoyed with the plan, Andrea. The again, as we've discussed, the treasure would be the fucking machine that brings people back to life. Like people would pay anything for that, right? Like, yeah, we just saw people pay hundreds of thousand dollars to go down into the ocean and die. Like, right? (laughs) Actually, you know what? This would have made that a lot less risky. Anyways, so like, we don't even know this thing works. What they should have done is take this primordial soup stuff that makes the machine work and gone and gotten it tested. By like a chemist to be like what's in this let's make a bunch of it and then let's test it on some already some some ghosts that are already in this fucking house or let's just test it on some dead pets or something first no i don't want some pet cemetery type situation but either yes I'm either way like out in that movie. like <laughs> that, the I movie's the worst what? nothing works well. out but like like it, it literally could have been incredible 
But their thing was like, oh, they found a vault down there as well. So Kerrigan wants Dibs to fucking die so that he can go into the vault, open it from the the inside. Yes, yes, pass through the walls. Also, like, we couldn't have gone with, like, getting some saws or a locksmith out to get into this vault. Like, Like, I own this house now, so get into this vault for me. Like that, Or let's raise the motherfucking stakes. And if I'm going to die, let's go to like Fort Knox and get that like or a bank or like a casino, like something more than like a vault that you don't even know what's in it. And also the a vault that you don't know what's in there on, on a machine that has never been tested. I'm yes. Like, why would this ever work? Like, it's thought, insane. Like, <laughs> so so they still the the fluid out of the machine while Casper's in it. So Casper turns into like a fried egg. <laughs> yeah. So it's an awesome plan, but neither of them wants to be the ghost. So they're kind of trying to kill each other, which is pretty funny. And ultimately the lawyer triumphs. So basically Kerrigan is in her car and he, she almost drives it over a cliff. Well, like most of the car is over a cliff. And then like, instead of, climbing to the back and climbing out she just like opens the front door the way you would get out if it was on the ground and steps right out and falls out over a cliff and dies yeah she doesn't realize she's like on like a a, she's crashed into like a tree that's overhanging like a cliff so she's like out there on the tree yeah and then she yeah yeah so i mean now this is you know step two he yells he yells are you a ghost yet (laughs) She's like stoked like this. She's like happy. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but um, but so it's just I, I just also like the idea that like, okay, so while the original plan was a bit misguided, ultimately they prevail in step two. They get the, the vault part works. They get yes. the treasure. It does. It does. So then, we do need to talk about Dr. Harvey though, because there's a cutback before they get into the treasure. Okay, wait, I will, but what okay, okay. I'll say one thing first, which I laughed at so hard when it happened. So now we got ding dong, all the kids show up for the Halloween party. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> right? There's a lot going on because even like with Kerrigan and the like treasure thing, like they kind of like introduce it and then like don't bring it back until like the last 20 well, minutes or 30 like, minutes right like, yeah, it's also like there's been such a short time period and like the party has to be happening like in that like right when all the other shit is going down of course <laughs> like it is very chaotic like it, it would i would be overwhelmed i'd be like i'm just gonna go to my room and you guys can all figure this out yeah okay so now you can talk about um the dad at the bar (laughs) so well so he's at the bar with the ghostly trio and they're like he's being an obnoxious drunk and he's singing karaoke and stuff and so they're all going to try and they're going to try and kill him i don't remember what their reason was i guess they're trying to kill him because they want him to hang out with them forever now they're like oh he's so fun and we like him we want to keep him but then he says something to them that's like it's like it's so genuine and so sweet that they change their minds, but then he accidentally falls into a hole outside and dies. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought like this is extremely irresponsible of this bar. It's a fucking bar, and literally like at the exit, 
is like an open trench and construction and shit. And so he falls off like a cliff into whatever construction and, and dies. And then also like, okay, now, so now we're back to the Kerrigan and Dibs thing. <laughs> and I was like, to me, it seems very obvious that if you're part, if you're in a partnership and you're doing this plan, you would not want to be the person that dies so that you could do this next part, which he does, which he's like, I'm taking the treasure and I'm not going to bring you back from the dead. It's like, because yeah. you're a raging bitch too. No, like, shit. <laughs> but then she gets totally mad and throws him out a window and then he's dead too. But it's like, <laughs> obviously the living person, like, because Kerrigan's just a bad person. So she was obviously not going to bring him back. And then right. like, if it was him, he's not going to bring her back because she's... <laughs> so awful so right i did not think in the long term about match made in heaven here um yeah could have just Um, sold the primordial soup in the machine and made billions sorry also i'm gonna note here that like the whole premise of ghosthood in this movie is that like it when you die if you have unfinished business you stay behind as a ghost and so casper before had said like he stayed behind because he didn't want his dad to be lonely. Like his mom had already died. He didn't want his ma- dad to be alone. So that's why he stayed behind. Kerrigan sitting there screaming about like, I've got my treasure now and I've got this. I have no unfinished business. I, she kind of wanted to stay a ghost, right? Um, She's into it. Yeah. And then and she can fly all over the place and thinks it's super fun. But her yelling like, I have no unfinished business. Then she gets what they call in the show Ghosts, Sucked Off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you watch that show, by the way? Yes. Well, it's, it's even so funny is that, like, usually in a show, the way it goes is that, like, they'll be like, what's your unfinished business? And the person will be like, well, I always wanted to make amends with my sister who I never taught or whatever. And then they help him do it. And then it's like, it was actually a different lesson that you had to figure out. And that was how they can move on. So it's yeah. like, it's like something it's not what you think but this one it's like all the the person has to do is go i have declare it like i declare i have no one i declare bankruptcy i declare bankruptcy yeah it's like all you have to do and then like like, those rules were very funny but like also this is a point when the movie's like oh my god how long have how long we've been going we gotta wrap it's like wrap it up wrap it up forget about the halloween party we gotta get rid of this one bad guy now now we got a whole nother thing let's move it let's move it yeah she crossed over whatever it's fine go 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 (laughs) so we we open the treasure the treasure uh chest right yes don't remember what's in there you don't remember oh it's it's casper's baseball and glove so oh, that's what the yes, was that was like his treasure. his most valuable treasure was in there. So now Kerrigan and Dibs are off whatever and Cat is about to turn Casper back into a human but then her dad shows up and he's a ghost. And he has already like forgotten Cat like Casper says like when you die you kind of like start forgetting stuff. Yeah. Um and so she's sad and then she makes him pinky promise and he thinks it's like pull my finger and I'll fart Uh, (laughs) but then she makes him do a real pinky promise which I guess was their thing like their secret handshake or whatever and then he remembers and is like oh I done fucked up because now my daughter's like alone and an orphan (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
so Casper lets him use the live juice so he can come back to life. So, but now Casper has to stay dead. So he makes the sacrifice because Kat needs her dad. And also he's been dead this whole time. It's fine if it's a little longer. It's been like a hundred years. Yeah, it'll be fine. She's used to it. Okay, and then what happens next? The party. She like goes down. To, she oh, gets she to go down, down to the party, and, like, oh, and then the, and then the bully here. people. Oh yes, the bullies are doing a thing where she, the girl, is sitting on top of her boyfriend's shoulders, and they just have like it's not wasn't like she has a lot of really cool makeup on on her face, but like overall the costumes, eh, I don't know. I give it a B. But she's <laughs> like, we're gonna really scare people with this, and they go through the house. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, the the Amber and Vic, the one who was supposed to be her date, they do the whole ghost thing to like scare everyone. But then the ghostly trio catches them and scares them shitless, That's how it and was, they okay. go running into the party. But there's like a like a line, a streamer like across the party, and they get like full on like because she's on his shoulders, she gets like clotheslined. And I was like, yeah. she probably broke her skull on that concrete floor. <laughs> but, uh, but that like everyone, they, they like scream and run and the whole party's like, well, that was dumb guys. Like we, th- they were not in- entertained. Um, they were, and then like the bullies were embarrassed. But um, so now Amelia, Dr. Harvey's wife does come down. She's glowing, like touched by an angel. She was, um, the actress from Judging Amy, which was another like super 90s thing that I fucking loved that show. It was great. And she comes down and actually talks to Casper and lets him be a home, a human until 10 p.m. And he's like, can't I do midnight? Cinderella got midnight. And she's like, Cinderella wasn't 12, I think, or something. <laughs> and I was like, to be yeah. fair, I think Cinderella was like 14. All these yeah. girls were way underage. So like, could have given him to midnight he's only been waiting a hundred years but it is what it is um so she lets casper be have a body for till 10 p.m and he is a hottie with a body at least in the 90s every girl was into this kid so he had very 90s hair with the part down the middle and a little bit of swoosh and that is like now coming back in style which makes me laugh but then, like, he walks down and, like, the party kind of was like, who's this hottie? And he goes and dances with Kat. And they're kind of, like, hover dancing. And she doesn't realize who he is until... Yeah, she made that connection so late. Yes, because when one time when he was, like, infatuated with her and they were, like, falling asleep, he said, can I keep you? And Andrew was like, that's really creepy. And I was like, yeah, but it comes back around. So, anyways, he says that to her again. And she's like oh, it's Casper, and we're hovering, so. Yeah. (laughs) And then the wife makes an appearance to Dr. Harvey. Amelia makes an appearance to him. Yeah, so now he gets his closure. And he, she says, like, I'm not a ghost because you guys don't have unfinished business. Loved me so annoying. Yeah, you loved me so well. I don't have unfinished business. And he's like, well, how did you get here? And she said, let's just say that there are three crazy ghosts that kept their promise. So they did go get her for her. Oh, they're nice now. It's so sweet. The ther- therapy works. It does. It does. <laughs> Two whole days of therapy. Like this has happened on, this has happened on such a short time. <laughs> yeah. It has. Okay. Um, but do Kat and Casper kiss? I can't remember. Yes, they kiss, and while they're kissing, he turns back to a ghost, and so then everyone sees, like, 
sees them kissing and so everyone's watching and then they can like see through his head and she can see through his head that it's like a magnifying glass and then everyone screams and runs out (laughs) yeah okay but so here's my problem with them kissing she is going to be hung up on this ghost boy that she spent an hour a corporeal what half hour with Mm -hmm. like in real life she will never move on even if she as she grows up and maybe tries to have boyfriends over he'll just be haunting them away and like she'll never be over him and she will never live a normal life because of this night her mom should have thought this through and he'll just always be 13 poor kid yeah i mean also though like i was thinking about it and i was like when does casper get to leave like isn't his unfinished business done his dad is dead so maybe like dr harvey will just like work on him now you know like fatso and stinky like they don't want to leave but like casper should go hang out with his mommy and daddy yeah but i mean the best character arc in the movie was the ghostly trio seeing them change (laughs) they did have they were most improved for sure they win most improved they were not there so they're nice at the end of the movie so i liked that part good good i think all works out it does as it normally does right all right well andrea i think that's basically it for the movie so question is one (laughs) would you a would you uh tell someone to just watch it B, would you say you were entertained but probably wouldn't, like, watch it again or pass on? I don't know. Or C, was this a waste of time? <laughs> okay, so I, w- I will say I was entertained. This, the problem is this movie is not for me. It's for children. <laughs> I was, well, no, I was, like, but... <laughs> but, like, I did enjoy watching it with you guys. I was entertained. I'm glad I, I'm glad I watched it because I liked um, the part when all the kids showed up to the party and I had forgotten all about it. And, <laughs> and, and I also liked, I also thought that the ghost, the ghostly trio, they were going to somehow like get sucked down to hell, dragged to hell or something. But then it just is like, no, we're just, we're just going to be nice now. I thought that was very fun. So we're just going to like I, hang out here and be goofballs. So I'll say I was entertained. You wouldn't even tell, like, like a friend with a kid, like, you should watch this? Well, I mean, I feel like there's got to, okay, if, if there's nothing better. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, okay. fine. I'll take I, it. I, I'm, I'm not going to influence your decision. That's I wasn't thinking, fine. I wasn't thinking about a friend with a kid. I guess, I guess if there was a kid, and I would be like, what? If there's a kid involved, but I wouldn't be like, you sit down and watch this 30-year-old. I mean, like, yes. I wouldn't tell some adult who's like never watched this to just sit down and watch by themselves. That is what you did with me. Well, I did, not by yourself. We have a podcast. There's a premise. There's some context here, right? Like, I'm not like going around to other adults and being like, have you seen Casper? You should totally watch it. <laughs> You're missing okay. out. Okay. I would tell certain people to watch it. But overall, I was entertained. Okay, good, good. But but see, that's the point of a kid's movie, is it's entertaining. Like, I I think that's fair. Okay, I get it, I get it. It's a good kid's movie, though, like, that I did not realize that was good for adults, at least at the time, because I didn't understand all of the references that were there. So, like, like seeing those as an adult was funny. 
Yeah, Bill Pullman is like he looks like Robin Williams in other movies. In this movie, right? That was very funny, also. And I love Bill Pullman, so I I do too. Thank you for suggesting it, not picking something too scary. Well, I have one more scary movie for you, so don't don't you worry. Only and by scary movie for you, I mean it's scary for you. Most people wouldn't classify it as a scary movie. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I know what this one is because uh, that was enough clues for me but <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get there someday all right yeah maybe yeah. in the next two weeks um yeah. unless you unless you have a spoopy movie for me um about it. all right well with that and I know it's been a while we hope to do this more we're gonna see how this new spotify system once they consumed anchor see how this goes um anyway it's been a thrill um and it's been a thrill ride in the middle of a mansion on a weird chair (laughs) brushing my hair i mean it truly should be like like a roller coaster you can imagine watching this movie as a little kid and being like my imagination's going wild with all these fun concepts yeah yeah so anyhow, that's why I was, I thought you were robbed of your childhood with this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, um, rate, review, subscribe. You can send us an email at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we do have an Instagram. I think it's justwatchitpod. Um, I haven't touched it in over a year. So if you really want to follow, follow over there. Um, if you start liking shit, maybe I'll start posting there. Um, <laughs> it's so much to manage two Instagrams and making a post takes so long. My anxiety cannot take it. But, oh my God. Um, Andrea does all the real work with the editing. So. <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. It's been real and it has been fun. It, this one was fun. It was fun. I'll concede. <laughs> all right. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this was Just Watch It.